Welcome to the Bovega Podcast, where we are talking all the time. My name is Brian, standing in for Steve. <laughs> Joining me tonight is my illustrious co-hosts, Justin. What up? Ed Austin. Hey, oh. What's up, guys? And it's What's just us. On? It's just us. It's us. We, we don't, don't need have, that. Yeah, he's so just Steven taking a week has, off. Stephen and Stephen has ticks. Stephen has ticks. Oh my god! Put him dude, on blast. I dude. have never thought something was fake <laughs> so fast. <laughs> Me and Justin were sitting next to each other, and Steve's like, "Hey guys, I gotta get my yard treated for ticks. Can you, can you get like, can you guys handle it tonight?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure, no worries." But also, that sounds made up. <laughs> that's a dog ate my homework yeah. situation right there it's like hey this guy sold me uh this rain dance choreography scroll so <laughs> i have to <laughs> i have to try this oh, um he no, said no, this no. oil would definitely make my hair grow yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but i hope you i hope i hope you are, are tickless next week steve <laughs> tick, tick, tickle tick, us tick tickless <laughs> careful PG-13 th- PG oh. show PG-13 are we 13 oh. or just PG oh we're uh, PG family we're family friendly, friendly yeah. Yeah. yeah Steve Come isn't on. here I don't see a family friendly tag uh oh I see oh, shoot. talk show but not Tickless Steve Tickless Steve new nickname boom <laughs> <laughs> that's a good nickname if we're being honest like if you go by it's like the actual bad. meaning of it yeah um, oh yeah but we have a great show in store for you all tonight. Um, next week, make sure you tune in as well. We'll be covering uh, Gamescom because Gamescom will be happening uh, after the recording as well as the premiere of Ahsoka. Those are two things I'm very excited to talk about. Um, yes. Just to give you a little hint right here at the front of, of next week's episode as well. Super stoked about it. But this week... What I want to know is, what have you guys been watching and playing? Starting with Justin, because you haven't been here in a while. So let us know what's. And what you're I doing. don't have a whole lot for you. Um, oh, okay then. Well, did you so want to skip? You were just going. Uh, y- y- right, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so I haven't been watching a ton. I've okay. watched American Horror Story, which is okay. Brian's personal favorite yep, of all time. It. Not terrifying. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm in season four, which is the uh, the Carnies season. Oh yeah, sounds awful. Yep, uh, and still playing Snap. It's I wouldn't say it has its hooks in me anymore. I just yeah, it's my it's my poop game. Yeah, um, now I'm with you. Good poop game. Yep, yep. Playing uh, it right now. Or or my uh, my nap game when Della's yeah. asleep on me. Um, I played some Fortnite this weekend. Uh, hey. That's a game that I play with my nephew on occasion. Um, and it's okay. I haven't played. That was the first time I've played this whole season. And Austin just informed me that I have six days left, left in this, this season. season. So <laughs> yeah. I won't be completing the battle pass. Uh, <clears throat> jump back into some Breath of the Wild. Ooh, Ooh man, cool. you are a few years behind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a few. Um, it's one that I just jump in and out of, but yeah, the, the game that's, that's been, been taking up all of my time is Baldur's Gate 3, uh, which nice. is probably the best game of all time. 
Um, Dude, I, I, like, we were joking about it earlier, but, like, that is on the short list of games I want so bad. Yeah. um, Yes. It, it is amazing. I was thinking through it to, like, I was thinking about it today. Like, this is one of the first games that, like, I haven't really, I mean, other than, like, Skyrim, because you just get lost in that world, but, um... It's one of the first games that I haven't just like tried to burn through the campaign in a long time. Um, even like the the side quests, like I enjoy the side quests just as much as I do the main quests. Nice. And it's like, and it's one of those games where it's like, I think I like the, I don't know what you would call it. There's like a whole mystery behind it because like, I'm not going to, tr- I'll try not to spoil too much, but like. There's this one specific side quest where you you go and you find this like missing shipment and you can't you can either like <clears throat> you find out that the guys who were carrying the shipment are now like on the verge of being killed by these monsters so you can save them then when you meet these guys you can like leave them with it or you can kill them and steal it or you can do like I did and just take an invisible potion and pick the lock and steal it. Um, but but then, like, that could just be the end of it. But then there's this whole, like, other aspect where if you do a certain thing... It's just, like, all the things that you could potentially miss in this game uh, that have no impact on the story overall. It's just, yeah. like just all the endless opportunities of things that you can do and like there's so much stuff and it i love that it doesn't hold your hand like because i was like what am i supposed to do with this thing after i had it and i'll be honest i googled it and i was like oh frick yeah i'm gonna do that um but yeah so it's just it's this it's just really it's it's incredible i love it and I'm really nervous about Starfield coming out because I'm oh, super dude. excited about that game. But I'm still in Act 1 of Baldur's Gate, so there's that. But yeah. that's it for me. That's pretty much all I've been doing. Starfield legitimately has me stressed out. <laughs> I feel like, you. I, like, I really understand. I am I so excited for that game. My hype level yes. is pretty I high. Need to pre, I need to pre-install it. Yeah, it's only yeah. 60 frames on PC, right? I don't know. No. No. I thought I it was like think... capped at 30 on console. It's I'll, capped I'll at do the research. Console. That's what on I thought. Console, yeah. yeah, that's right. I will probably honestly cap that game at 60 uh, personally. Oh, yeah. Just Same. Even on right. PC, just because <clears throat> like, that's a game I don't super care to have. Like, It's not like FPS style. I mean, I guess right, it yeah. is. But like, not like Destiny but, or Call of Duty or something where I need like 200 frames a second to like, yeah, make a difference. I just want the game to look amazing. So if I can oh, yeah. run Agreed. it in Agreed. like high fidelity with awesome textures and everything at 60, oh, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Um, I'll go next because I think Austin, you have a lot more than me, and it's better. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, have been playing Remnant Two. Uh, I can't yep. stop. I can't Still? Stop. I can't, dude. It's so good. <laughs> you want, you want to tell everybody the news that we saw today? What? Which about one that it? game? 
I sent you guys the message. It outsold Diablo oh, yeah. 4. Yeah, it did outsold yeah. Diablo 4 this month. Um, Which dude, blows my mind. Well earned. It is, it is, it is like what I wanted the division to be. Honestly, mm. um, okay. It it's wow. it's it's a little more game ish, if that makes sense. Than like the division games, which are like tr- they try to be a little bit more rooted in like reality, right? Um, you know, remnant. You're like touching a crystal to go into other worlds and stuff. So it's not super realistic or anything, but like what I love, and they did this in the first game too. Um, what I love about it is that like it starts off pretty grounded, you know, where it's like monsters are invading Earth. This one in Remnant Two, it's like they're dying off, and it's kind of dystopian. You're trying to find a like a community, and um, in the first game, it's like you know the you're like in this. It's kind of it's hard to describe. I don't want to get too far into it, but anyway, right. it feels pretty rooted because like in the first game you start off with like a sword, and that's it. And yes. so you're like, yeah. is this gonna be like a like an old school like medieval style game? And like, not too much longer, you have superpowers and like you know crazy magic guns and stuff. And so um, the Remnant Two is no different. It uh, in the best possible way. The secrets are so amazing. There's a secret I did yesterday that legitimately takes you an hour of standing still. Um, you like shoot something and it it like unplugs a water like uh, thing, like um, like a spout or something. Like, yeah, like a spout, and it fills up slowly fills up a room with water, but it takes as long as it would take. Oh my! Like God. in real life. What uh, to fill oh, up? Wow. So you just have to wait. So I just put my controller down and like went and watched like shows with the family. Like hung out, forgot <laughs> about it. Came back upstairs and it was like there. And then you can like hop on the platforms and go get this awesome grenade launcher. Um, but like that's like the whole game. It's all secrets and puzzles and stuff like that. That's so interesting. Just keeps you playing. Has you second guessing everything. But then they built in uh, what they call adventure mode. And you can re-roll places you've already been because it's procedurally generated. It's all like by chance. Whatever right. You get certain storylines, even different world bosses, different uh, like all sorts of stuff. Um, so you can re-roll the individual areas. You can even re-roll your campaign without losing progress on your character. You lose your campaign progress if you re-roll the campaign, but not your character progress. And um, okay. And so like it's all character based, which is like so beautiful. So, like, you can hop into adventure mode, just re-roll Yesha if you want, and see what what you get. Maybe you get dungeons you've never done. Maybe you get dungeons you have done with different areas that you haven't explored. Um, and you can go get all of the loot and all of the stuff you missed and take it back to the campaign and run it there. Um, all your progress counts. All your XP gains, level ups, all of it counts. Um, that's pretty cool. It's amazing. And so it's like, it really rewards you for playing the game, which is honestly what a good looter shooter, uh, should do. Um, the more you play the game, the more cool stuff you should have. People should be able to look at you and say, Oh, how'd you get that? And you're like, Oh dude. All right, cool. So here, watch this video. I missed it the first time and I had to go back and do this and blah, blah, blah. And, um, remnant just crushes that. Um, so it's been so much fun to play. I've been playing it with a bunch of friends and uh, just it feels kind of like Destiny 1 ended and maybe Destiny 2 like a few years ago. Um, 
speaking of, that's the other game I've been playing, Destiny 2. Um, it's in an okay spot. The game is fun. Uh, the community is mad, dude. Um, they've released some They're good mad. stuff. Yeah, just like promises that have been kind of like broken. And then they released a state of the game. I'll be short on this one because it could be long on it. But um, <laughs> uh, they released a state of the game article. <clears throat> And they do this every once in a while, and the game director came in, and it was basically like this like giant list of excuses as to why they can't give us what we want. Oh, yeah, I love when they do that. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> and, and people were like mad, real mad. And like, honestly, as a big fan of the game, I was kind of too, because they were like, yeah, we can't do maps because that'll take like PvP maps, because um, we've been getting one a year for the past year. Before that, it was almost a thousand days before we had gotten any PvP content at all, really. Wow. Um, so people were mad, and there was like a countdown, and and they were basically like, "Hey, like you know, if we do that, it takes away from making content for this," and um, you know, and they were also like, "Hey, like our armor sets for our our like world vendors, they don't get adopted in in um, transmog, and they don't get used very often as base armor either." So we're just going to stop doing that because it's been very, very difficult on our teams to try and pump out armor refreshes um, for all the vendors. And everybody was like, but you released five armor sets in the paid <laughs> cosmetic thing. Mm. And they're all dope. Yep. They're all sick. You know? So we're like, it's not that they can't do this. It's that they're doing that instead. Right. And so yeah. the world was like just tearing them apart. And essentially, Joe Blackburn set up his phone and like did a video and was kind of like, you know what? You guys are kind of right. Um, <laughs> and like it, the video was very good. The video he did was, was received well. Um, it, there was some honesty and transparency. Um, he also went into some detail as to why communication has been more poor lately as any large live service game overwatch. Um, uh, World of Warcraft. Um, anything will probably attest to is the community can be very toxic and even violent sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, the community director, I'm not sure of her exact title. Um, her name is Hippie, is what we know her as. Her name's like Le- Leanna. Uh, Liana? I'm, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. But, um, but anyway, we know her as Hippie. And um, she has epilepsy. And people have been like mailing her strobe bombs like to her oh home. Oh my gosh! Um, what the heck? The previous community like director, somebody found his address and was like, like threatening him. He has a newborn, all this sort of stuff, and like it's a game. Number right. one, it's a game. Grow up. Yeah. Uh, like how petty and small of a human being are you that you do that much work? To threaten somebody yeah. who's making an awesome and fun game. I get it. Maybe you're disappointed about an aspect of it, but like how entitled and, and small of a person are you? Anyway, I have no respect for those people. Um, Bungie sued the people that were threatening the previous community manager and won like $500,000 oh, and they're ruined. Dang. Yeah, dude. Uh, um, Hippie, they're taking care, hopefully, of her. I, they're pretty great. But he opened up about that was kind of like, guys, like, communication's been lower because our people are scared. <laughs> yeah. 
and they yeah. should be. Would be too. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And so anyway, it was a, it was very well received. Um, they promised a map pack next year of like four brand new maps and another like a uh, ported map in uh, from previous stuff. And um, <clears throat> they were kind of like, look, like you know, we hear you, we we got it. Like you know, what you value, we were not valuing. So now we're shifting gears and we're going to value that stuff more. Um, I'm also happy about this because then it's like shut up community. Cause yeah. if you, if they give you this and then you're like nah, about it, <laughs> like <laughs> I can't help you. Um, so anyway, it's been a big week in destiny next tomorrow. Um, as day of recording next tomorrow, um, August 22nd is the big destiny Two uh, Lightfall. No, no, I'm sorry. Not Lightfall. final shape showcase. Um, so they're going to be like okay, showcasing cool. uh, next year's DLC and beyond, and some stuff, and the new season drops. So it'll be a big fun day. I'm I'm excited for tomorrow to play some Destiny. Um, watching, uh, I've mm. just been watching Suits. Uh, still, it's great. And One Punch, uh, yeah. one, one Punch Man, dude. The animation in One Punch Man season two uh, really ups the ante. And again, it's just like a hilarious. Uh, parody of like anime subculture yeah. um yeah and i love it i'm having so much fun watching it uh the animation of the fights dude janos and uh speed of sound sonics fight in season two is like so well animated and incredible and you get to see like both of them like i love anime fights where it's like all about speed do you know where they're like yeah i'm so fast like you can't even see me um, <laughs> or like I'm leaving behind shadow images or whatever. And you're just like, I'm like, that's like for me, the anime trope that I'm like, yes, dude. Like, yes, I love it. Give me more of that. It. It's so cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, suits, uh, so Bev in the chat just said, said that, uh, they just started suits. I am hooked. This is the first show in a long time that I'm like, like every single night before bed, I'm like, Haley, do you want more suits? Um, let's watch some suits. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me, Austin. What Suit? you got? Um, well, I've watched a couple of, of scary movies. Ooh, um, yeah. like you do. My favorite. Uh, so, um, on Netflix, they just put, uh, the Pope's exorcist on, which was one. I was like, I know that's a horrible, terrible, terrible title. It's kind of funny <laughs> how bad that title is. Um, but it is a, um, it's a supernatural horror movie that stars Russell Crowe um, as Father Amort, and he is and it's uh, he's an exorcist that like is directly under like his bishop who is directly under the Pope, and um, he's like a famous exorcist with some questionable methods, and he gets like a call to go take care of something that some big disturbance or whatever, and it. Um, you know, a lot of it sounds very, very like tropey, very predictable, but it was a very enjoyable experience for me. Brianna and I watched it cool. together yeah. uh, last Friday. Um, it's a little gorier than I would have expected. Uh, that type oh. of movie typically doesn't really have like blood and gore like that. Yeah. Um, it, it was terrifying. N- it was not that scary, but it did have some good scare moments. But really, Russell Crowe was is like 
the shining star of this movie. He's so good in the role. And like maybe 50 or 60% of the movie, he is legitimately speaking Italian. Wow. And there's subtitles for him. It was really impressive, cool. honestly. I, I don't know if he know if he can speak Italian for real or not, uh, but he was very good and very convincing in the role. Uh, so, yeah, I had a lot of fun watching that. Um, it did not end how I expected it to, which I really appreciated, actually. So, Justin, if you haven't, no. if you have not seen The Pope's Exorcist, I highly recommend it. I will. I'll, uh, I'll, start, it, I'll start it tonight. Yeah, oh, go I can't wait. <laughs> In the chat, uh, <clears throat> Zach said he started, he watched, just watched Midnight Mass, um, the best show that he's never watching again. Mm-hmm. I was recently talking about that show with Brianna. It's one of, it's it's, one of the best. It's one of the best. It's, it's, in my opinion, it's Mike Flanagan's best work uh, for me personally. It's amazing. Dude, it's so, so good. real quick, you mentioned Mike Flanagan, and I don't know why it made yeah. me think of David Fincher, but it did. Oh, yeah. Um, I was trying to convince Haley to watch that movie I always talk about, The Fall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. he, he was a, a part of that movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I did not know that either. You should watch it. Dude, David Fincher has some of the best movies. He has like one of the best catalogs of directed movies ever. I of don't anyone think he, to live. he didn't direct this one. Uh, I wasn't familiar with the director. Okay. But gotcha. he's involved somehow. I don't know if he's producer. It was it was one of those where I just saw his name. Mm, and I was like, okay, wait, wait, cool. wait, wait, wait. David Fincher was part of this? Because uh, we were watching the preview and we got done with it. And she's like, that looks weird. I'm like, it is. It is weird. <laughs> um, but uh, definitely watch The Fall. You and your wife should watch it and tell me what you think because I'd be interested in both of your thoughts. It's cool, very indie, artsy fartsy kind of. Yeah, but it stars Lee Pace, who. Yeah, that's enough for Brianna. Probably so. the sexiest man alive. Say no more. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, he's probably one of the best looking people I've ever seen in my life. He really is. Like, like, if we're being uh, on, if we're being objective here. Yeah, yeah. Lee Pace is a f- very good-looking person. I also very, think very that his acting talent is, like, unparalleled. Yeah, he's definitely got some range. Just, like, look up a, like, Google image search of, like, Lee Pace roles, and you'll see, like, four different, completely different-looking characters that he plays all four of them, <laughs> uh, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I I watched another scary, quote-unquote scary movie, um, Skinamarink which is an experimental Canadian horror film by, I think, a first-time director. Um, He did make a 30-minute short horror film based on the same concept of this. And I think it's uploaded onto YouTube for free. I think it was like he he basically shot and edited it all himself as a proof of concept to get some funding for this, which, speaking of, Skinamarink, he shot for $15,000, and had a limited box office release and made over two million um, off the release. So, very nice, uh, like return of interest on return on interest on that. Uh, but yeah, it was it's experimental. It's kind of a difficult watch. It is it is not a very typical horror movie. Um, it it is about two kids that wake up in the middle of the night and their dad is missing, and all of the doors and windows in their house are also missing somehow. Ooh. Um, it is shot. It is a very interesting premise, and um, things like slowly 
reveal themselves over time, but it's definitely a, like a thinker. Like it's nothing is very like explained. Um, there's, there's not, there's no exposition. There's hardly any dialogue at all. Um, not a whole lot happens throughout the movie. Um, but when things do happen, you definitely feel it, and you. Yeah. Um, it's very effective. I think. I think it did exactly what it was trying to do. It's. Uh, it's not for everybody. I don't even know if it's technically good or not. It's just so different. It's. It's something that's like you really have to be in the right mindset to sit through the hour and forty minutes of it. Uh, but I would recommend it if you if you're interested at all. It's on Hulu, and the Pope's Exorcist is on. Uh, Netflix for anyone interested. Um, I playing. I I finally went back and beat um, Ghost Runner. Um, so they just showed the uh, trailer, the the release date trailer today for Ghost Runner Two, uh, which comes out in October of this year, which I'm very excited for. Um, so much fun. It it reminds me so much of games like Sekiro, where like timing is a big part of the gameplay. Um, it is not as punishing as that, but I did die a ton. Um, but <laughs> That's everything like that kills. Combo you. game, right? Where you're like running around a bunch and like you, you're trying yeah, to like pretty, momentum, like build momentum and stuff. Yeah, it is. Um, so it's like a first person, like uh, ninja, cyber ninja parkour game where your main weapon is a sword. Um, so you basically you can run on walls, do a lot of platforming stuff like slide and get momentum and and pull off crazy kill combos and stuff but everything kills you in one hit and but everything dies in one hit also uh which is a very satisfying gameplay loop especially like once you you get into like a combat scenario and you run around a little bit until you find out which way what like the most efficient path to beating all the enemies in an area is and then you just go and take them all out one by one in one hit that's um it's is a very very satisfying gameplay loop. Um, so I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, and then I just started. I think this is a game we featured on uh, Game Pass or Play one night. Uh, a game called Death's Door. Yeah, um, and it's kind of like it reminds me a lot of Tunic, uh, uh-huh. where it's kind of like got a top down view. Yep, and um, it has some like art, light ish RPG elements to it. Some people like call it a souls like, but it's not really like that. You do like collect souls to level up and stuff, but you don't like you don't really get punished for dying. You just spawn back at like the last right. door you mm. went through with all your XP and everything. You don't lose anything on death except for like your walking progress. Um, but it's been really fun. I've pl- only played a couple hours of it so far, but I'm going to keep playing. I I like it a lot. So, and I, I think, think that's. That's about it for me. I think that's all I've been watching and playing. Nice. Well, you guys want to take a quick break? Yeah, that sounds great. Some, yes, please. Hop into some topics. Cool, cool. Sick. All right, well, we will be right <coughs> back. Don't touch that dial, and we'll see you in just a second. Hey, everyone. This is Lee. Did you know that you can find us on social media? At Moviga Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And while you're there, check out the link in our bio to find us on all of our other links. We'd also love to have you join our Discord community and be a part of the conversation there. And don't forget to follow us wherever you're listening, because we're posting episodes like this one every Friday. So you can stay up to date. Give us a like, share us with your friends. We'd appreciate it. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed your break. 
whatever uh, snacks you may have gotten, bathroom breaks you may have taken. I hope they were relaxing. But it's time to get back to work. We're going to talk about... Yes, it is. The good stuff. Good stuff. First things first, something I mentioned a little earlier, but I want to get your guys' thoughts on, are you excited about it? You know, have you do you, have you watched any of the previous stuff? Um, Ahsoka comes out tomorrow. Dude, yes. I am very excited, but mainly because I think the quality of this show looks very high. Mm-hmm. Um, like does. a lot of the vi- a lot of the visuals remind me of how the Andor trailers looked. Um, some very like boots on the ground looking like visual perspective stuff. And, and also, also just, just like the, the quality, quality of it, um, it, it just looks very, very, it's very pleasing to look at. Yeah. All of the character designs are really good uh, from what I've seen. And like Ahsoka is a really cool character. And this is like leads into my next point, who for me, I don't actually know that much about because I have not watched um, Clone Wars or Rebels or anything like that. Oh my so, and and Br- Brian has his, his head in his hands. He can't <laughs> believe what I just said. Um, so I've seen bits and pieces. I've seen some. I just haven't watched any of those things like from beginning to end or anything like that. Um, but I think the character of Ahsoka is very cool. Of course, she showed up um, in The Mandalorian um, for a little bit, uh, which was really awesome. Her episode in uh, Mando Season 2, I, I think. or Yeah, I think so. I think it was Mando Season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, was excellent, uh, and Rosario Dawson as the character is fantastic in my opinion. I think she's awesome. Um, so oh, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm ve- I'm very excited to see this. It just looks very good. A lot of lightsaber action, a lot of action in general, actually. Now that I think about it, but I just noticed like how many lightsabers it looks like are going to be in this, and that's something that's just been missing from live action Star Wars. Yep. Recently, which is okay. I, I do really appreciate the the kind of stuff we see in Andor uh-huh. um, and things like that. God, Andor um, is so good. Yeah, it's really, really good. But of course, you know, there, there's some live action Star Wars. Like Steven was saying this a couple of weeks ago. It's just been disappointing on a disappointing streak um, aside from Andor. Um, so this has me very excited because I think it looks so great. So I am super pumped. I did love the last season of Mando. Um, yeah, I, I might be like a Star Wars shill for sure, but like, you know, I definitely there's some things that I would do different. Like I thought, like as much as I did enjoy Obi Wan, I think it being like nominated for like Emmys <coughs> and stuff might be a little crazy. That's a stretch. Yeah, yeah? Um, <laughs> like I enjoyed it. I yeah, still I agree. Enjoyed I agree. It. But like yeah. Emmys, mm, I, 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 maybe. There are scenes in there that I think are Emmy worthy. Yeah, for um, sure. There are episodes in there that I would say I think are Emmy worthy, but I think there are way more distractions that I think are absolutely ridiculous. Um, but distractions. I, yeah, I I agree yes. with you. I think I think Star Wars content since The Force Awakens has been inconsistent at best. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, Mando hits hard. I loved the most recent season. I like that they're taking the focus off of Din Djarin, um, and kind of like allowing him and Grogu to just kind of be characters, not not necessarily always the main 
uh, characters. So, like, Bo-Katan is so awesome. Um, and, like, you know, I feel like people were mad when it was like, we could see Bo-Katan being the main character. It's like, uh, no, that sounds great. That sounds amazing I definitely, to me. I had yeah. to come around mm-hmm. for Bo-Katan, for sure. But I definitely like her way more now yeah. um, than I initially did. Well, you also, didn't Rebels either. I was going to say that, that too. Yeah. I, I didn't Rebels, have any... I'm sorry. I meant um, Clone Wars. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have any history with the character, really. So Yeah. But yeah, well, seeing uh, Katie Sackhoff's version of the character, I really do like a lot. So. Well, and what's awesome is Katie Sackhoff's who also does the voice. In, oh my gosh! Yeah, so it's like uh, did I know that? I don't. I don't know if I knew that. But yeah, that's awesome. I don't think though. you. I don't think you did. Yeah, I it's, it's um, okay, Justin. So it was really cool to see her on screen, like you know, as yeah, as Katie Sackhoff cool. playing Pogaton in real life. Uh, so I think that maybe added to it for me, where I was like, ah, oh, like it's so cool, and it, it sounds like Pogaton. It feels you know, it's obviously it's the same person, but like. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. I thought the parallel of uh, Mandalore and the Jewish people, like ancient Jewish people, yeah, was yes. a very cool parallel. Uh, returning to the promised land and um, stuff like that. So um, I thought that was awesome. Um, if you didn't get that parallel, that's cool. Read your Bible. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's in it's in the first half. But. Um, <laughs> It's actually more than that, yeah. but yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, uh, I really enjoyed it. So uh, I'm crazy excited for Ahsoka. This is probably the most hype I've been since the last like Star Wars movie. Um, Ahsoka yeah. is one of my and favorite it, characters. Th- um, this is almost easier to get more excited over because I feel like we all had some apprehension over Andor just mm-hmm. because we already know the fate of the character and everything. We just didn't expect it to be so good, but this is like... Yeah, you know something that we I feel a little more comfortable getting very excited over. This feels so I, like you. Star Wars to me. Yeah, like yes, like even Andor yes. was a bit of a departure. It was high quality. The story was amazing. I I don't know that I would say I, I think it's the best Star Wars, like Star Warsy content. Yeah, I get what you're Star saying. Wars. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's the like one of the best stories told within the Star Wars universe, but like. You know, yeah. apart from apart from the setting and like blasters, there's really not a whole lot about it. You, you know, you could have just called it anything else. Rebel and Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything. It would have made sense. <laughs> but um, but it was great, and um, I love the way the lightsabers look. I like the orange lightsabers of whoever these antagonistic Sith slash. Jedi are they in- inquisitors or uh, they're, they're not is, are they there is an or... inquisitor but not the not the two there's um i forgot oh, his name okay. he recently passed away yeah um, yeah that sucks i can't think of his name right off the top of my head but but, but um, yeah their lightsabers aren't like necessarily red are they they're they're kind of like yeah. a dark orange tone yes but they, all uh, those shots look so cool ray stevenson Oh yeah, that's right. That's um, right. and so Man, yeah, he peace. recently passed away. Phenomenal actor. Um, I always think of him from uh, the other guys. He's like the bodyguard. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Dude, like probably uh, his most insignificant role, but like yeah. he's just who I remember. <laughs> like from that, he's such a good. Oh man, I love that movie. It's a great movie, but um, yeah. No, as a Star Wars fan, I'm obviously super excited. I think we're gonna get to see. 
Hayden Christensen again. Oh yeah. Um, definitely some voice lines, but I hope we get to see him in action um, again. But uh, yeah, no, I'm give, very excited. Give him something. Very, very excited. I'm also excited for the implications. Like, you know, this is uh, current, which is abnormal for Star Wars nowadays. Usually it's like, you know, 400 years ago or like in between, yeah. you know, A New Hope in and between. whatever. This, yeah. is, right. em, em, this is current. This is yeah. post-Empire. Um, and so... Um, and it looks like they're adapting maybe the Heir to the Empire series, book series, which is uh, f- a fan favorite um, uh, extended universe novel um, about Thrawn and stuff. So, yes, dude. dude. What a cool character. Yeah, and the same person who voices Thrawn is also, um, oh my, gosh. also uh, portraying him in IRL. Um, cool. Lars Mikkelsen, I think, is that uh, Mad's brother? Mads oh, I brother? have no idea. Ooh, I, that would oh, be cool. No. I don't I thought, know if there's a relation. I thought there was. I might. I might be totally making that up. Um, it's okay. Yeah, if no, you it are. is. You know, they're brothers. Oh, Mads, that's cool. I Mads did not know that. Yeah, that is cool. So, very excited. Just nothing but nothing but hope for this series. Personally, what do you think, yeah. Justin? I am very. I'm. I'm super excited. Uh, I have not. I've watched all of Clone Wars. I am in season two of Rebels. Um, but Ahsoka is probably my favorite Star Wars character. Whoa, um, cool. The, the, last, the last three episodes of Clone Wars are... I mean, I've said this on the podcast several times, but the last three episodes of Clone Wars are combined the best star wars movie in my opinion agreed um, agreed wow the, by far those last yeah uh austin if anything no watch all of clone wars but those last three episodes because those last three episodes in that final season like are basically all about ahsoka and so oh okay um, very cool <clears throat> so like it's just incredible um and so I'm looking forward to it. I haven't finished. I'm super behind on everything, but like I haven't finished. I don't even think I've started season three of Mando. I'm still in episode three of Andor. Um, oh, you got to finish those. Just, yeah, just go ahead and watch Andor. And yeah, that's so good, dude. Yeah, um, that's great. But I will definitely be watching Ahsoka. Um, Very cool. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm very. I'm stoked for it. You might miss out on some context, but uh, I know. I think. I think Filoni or some whoever's, maybe it's Favreau. I don't know. Said you won't need too much. Okay. Context. Okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah. He was like, it, you should be able to come in fresh, but you would benefit by watching from watching like right. levels. But yeah, that um, feels good to me personally, <laughs> just because I, I'm even more behind than Justin, obviously. So, dude. But yeah, I, I am going to watch it man. regardless. Yeah. Clone Wars is so good. It's, I know it's like animated. For some people, it's like, I can't get into it. It's animated. It's like, no, dude. It's Yeah. It's amazing. What's funny, what's weird for me is like, it's not animation itself, but it's the specific animation mm-hmm. for like that mm. type of Star Wars. It, um, yeah. It just like, it looks very, um, like Locky. when it comes to 3D, 
Yeah, 3D animation, like, without motion capture, just really, like, it, like, pinches a part of my brain, and I, I can't, just can't get into it. It's like, you, you, it's like when you're playing, uh, like, video games, and you're used to something like The Last of Us Part Two or Red Dead Redemption 2, where everything is motion captured out, oh, like, every yeah. single bit of it, and then you go back and play like some like Borderlands 1 or something like that and literally nothing is motion captured and looks so unnatural right um but I it's not see, like I, I don't want to watch it but it, yeah it's just a minor the last three episodes all the fights are motion captured with Ray Park oh my god that's so <laughs> awesome dude it's amazing holy um, that's sick yeah now the last three episodes like Justin said I can't hype them up enough they're yeah they're amazing it's Very like cool. i went in so cold too like, oh, okay i yeah. was like i was just kind of like oh yeah like cool yeah everybody says siege of mandalore is good like let me watch it and then i was like oh my god like <laughs> i was like holy Dang. crap this is this is amazing i wanted like you know it's like going around to like people and i'm just like have you seen this have you seen this <laughs> it's amazing right and they're like they're like yeah bro it's been out for like two years i'm like i it's good though i'm just making sure <laughs> <laughs> all right awesome. moving on yeah let's, let's do, it. do it all right Baldur's gate three ballers mm. gate ballers gate three has received a a rare 10 from ign um a 10 out, out of 10 i feel like it's pretty i feel like recently maybe not because what well, else got a 10 uh tears of the kingdom elden ring elden ring God of War. Last of Us Part 2. But this here's the thing though. There is only a handful of actual like perfect 10 out of 10s from IGN. But I will say um being I believe if I'm not mistaken it now holds the place for the highest rated PC game on Metacritic mm-hmm. of all time. That's which up. is like that's like an aggregate uh website like a from all over, from all across the web, I believe the the reviews pour in in through Metacritic, and so to sit that highly atop all of the PC games out there in the world, there's just yeah. an uncountable number of them, and Baldur's Gate three is the highest rated one of all yep. time. That is the highest possible praise you could give to any form of media out there. Just beating incredible. It beat out. Tears of the Kingdom, I think Tears of the Kingdom is now back as being more highly rated as of this recording. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. I noticed that. But I noticed what you're talking about. It 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 topped it for a while. If I'm being completely and totally honest, I don't understand Do why it. we're still talking about Tears of the Kingdom, dude. <laughs> like, that's the most okay. I appreciate the honesty. I It's like the most okay game of the year in my opinion. Not because it's bad, but because it's Breath of the Freaking Wild. Right. It's oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Same game. The same map. Right. Like, but you can build stuff. You can build stuff. And and that is an amazing mechanic. You'd be so creative, you can do so much stuff. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's not a unique game at all yeah everything is exactly the same you the only difference is the building and like the weapon fusing and stuff some of the items are you know the it's a dlc where it's like basically they added a bunch of like 
tier two level things to a game that already existed. And I've been having fun playing it, not even close to as much fun playing Remnant. Um, right. I'm like, there's some games I hear that are being so creative with how they're building their games. I think Baldur's Gate is, I haven't been able to play it yet, but I've been watching like so much about it. And you can do anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the like, best thing about it. Yeah. It's like, co- oh, you want to... Co- I saw, uh, I saw a thing. Something. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, do it. Oh, I was thinking of Open Critic, not Metacritic, when I was talking about the aggregate score. Okay. Um, also, still, though, it's still the highest rated. Yeah. I don't doubt ever. it. I don't, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. sorry. But, like, the extent of like things that you can do in that game is just mind-boggling like it, it's incredible how much you can like i mean you you don't like this companion kill them like whoa that's like, a little uh extreme oh yeah yeah, yeah. but like <laughs> can you just be mean and like have the freedom leave? though it's like i mean i killed someone that i thought was just like an npc npc boss Mm-hmm. And I later found out that it was a potential companion that I could have had. Um, oh. It probably wasn't someone that I would have wanted, but so I was fine with it. But it's just like, like the things that you can do. Like I don't know that I'll ever like not find something new every time I play that game. That's awesome. That's yeah, the kind just... of game that I'm like that. That game should be in content like in the running for game of the oh, year yeah. i don't understand why tears of the kingdom is in the conversation there's been so many games i feel like this has been the year the floodgates have opened from covid like all these games that oh, got yeah. delayed and pushed back it's like they oh, came out yeah. this year yep. and there's so many um like dave the diver is like uh yeah like, i still want to play that game i want to play it so bad it that was a 10 i think was it nine or a 10 yeah um, it was up there um, I gotta find it now, but like that game looks so good. Um, yep. and I don't know. I just am like, like, how are people like the fact that people are stoked about, uh, Dave the Diver got a nine, but, uh, okay. the people mm. that like the fact that people are like super stoked about, um, like tears of the kingdom. I'm just sort of like, look, I like it too, but like <laughs> to, to consider it game of the year, that's right. like for me. I wanted God of War Ragnarok to win game of the year so bad. I loved it so oh, yeah. much. Mm-hmm. The story is mind blowing. The gameplay is so good, uh, but it lost to Elden Ring, and it lost mm-hmm. to Elden Ring because Elden Ring is a better designed game. It it deserves game of the year. Yeah, God of War Two is an excellent game and a fantastic sequel, but. It is a sequel, and it is kind of like it had it, it built on the framework of the last game, had you know, and Elden Ring is completely like um, brand new. What am I trying to? What's the unique like? Yeah, like you know, um, and that's how I feel about Baldur's Gate. Like hearing everything and and watching what I've watched, I'm like, dude, this game is unreal. So yeah, well deserved, Larian Studios. I think yeah, yeah, seriously, it. and. And all those people that are saying, oh, this shouldn't be the standard. Like, you guys suck. Yep. Like, it'd be one thing if they came out and said, yeah, like, 
we want to strive to do better, but it was like, no, it was like, no, you guys shouldn't expect this. Yep. That's that, that caused so like, much. It's lazy discourse on Twitter. Yeah. And, and it looks oh, yeah. bad. Even if, even if it's like, you know, they're like, well, they worked on this one game for, you know, 15 years. And now like, you know, if we had that much time, I'm like, you, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bungie. Yeah, nobody's yeah, yeah. asking you to make a new game every Dude, year. For the last Nobody 10 years, asking. Bungie's had one game. Yeah. One. And it's, it's run their whole studio, dude. It's the yeah. It's the engine for their whole studio, and now yeah. now they're doing more IPs now. But I'm like, dude, it's possible you could do this. Remnant, I don't think they have. I think they do have another IP, but I can't remember what it is. Um, uh, Gunfire Games. I think mm. I might be. I feel like I was looking at their catalog the other day. Another thing. Though is it's like it's not like these games just come out of nowhere too. It's like the culmination of everything the studio has learned over many many years of continually trying to do something new and something better. Whereas if you want to talk about like Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty, where it's like an annual release, it's like there's only so much, so many new like mechanics and things you can introduce in one year. Um, yeah. To put into your new game, yeah. whereas like they like Larian has been working on this formula since like Dark Alliance Two or something like that, mm-hmm. like from like way back in the day. So it's like, yes, Baldur's Gate Three is it is one of a kind, and Elden Ring is also one of a kind. But it's like everything these like amazingly talented developers have learned and have been able to adapt into their games over the course of many mm-hmm. many years. Well, and so even I'm looking here at Gunfire Games. I didn't realize they worked on Darksiders 2 and 3. Yeah. Oh, yes. I didn't realize that. Um, that's uh-uh. awesome. That's so cool. Those are great games. And then um, they have also worked on Hero Bound, Dead and Buried, From Other Sons, um, which From Other Sons is not. Sorry, I was reading that wrong. Um, Hero Bound and what was the other one? Dead and Buried are Oculus games. They're um, VR so they have multiple IPs as well, and they're a smaller studio. So, like mm. in my head, I'm like, dude, Gunfire's freaking Just out here, <laughs> killing yeah. it, killing oh, yeah. it, yeah. dude. Like and people who are like, don't expect, like whatever. I'm like, well then, if I can't <laughs> expect Baldur's Gate, like, all right, I'll give you that. Can I expect Remnant then? Remnant two quality, because it's still <laughs> like pounding out everybody else. You yeah. Know. Yeah. And it's amazing. It looks amazing. It feels amazing. It's I've experienced zero glitches. Um, mm. uh, updates are swift. Um, like, I don't know. In my head, I'm like, Larian crushed it, and I'm not going to take an ounce away from them. Um, Remnant crushed it, and I'm not going to do that either. So, um, yeah. I, in my head, I'm like, GG's. I can't wait to buy this game. I wait, wait until my next paycheck, but I'm so excited to get like a crew on and play Baldur's Gate. Yeah. I can't wait. That'll be be awesome. Mikey has it. Okay. I know Steven is also in in the same boat. I think he's uh, more interested in some kind of co-op campaign. I am not interested in playing Baldur's Gate by myself, if I'm being completely honest. I want to play with more people. You wouldn't play D&D by yourself, so that makes a lot of sense. That is correct. Yeah, well, it... Yeah. I, I would love to do co-op. I think I'm loving it solo as well. Um, so, 
Yeah. But yeah, I would love yeah. to get a, a co-op game together too. Cool. All right, moving on. <coughs> GG's Larian. All right. Good Last question. but not least, Blue Beetle came out this weekend. Um, yeah. I unfortunately did not have a chance to go see it. Crazy weekend. Uh, I'm looking forward to maybe having sometime this Friday. We'll see. I doubt it. <laughs> I really want to go see it. But um, it did beat out Barbie to claim the number one spot yeah. this weekend. Which uh, Barbie has been continuously crushing. Mm-hmm. Fourth yeah. week in a row. This would have been the yeah. fourth week in a row. Yeah. And so, um, but it beat it out. It only had $25 million its opening weekend, which is not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like it came out at a weird time a little bit. Maybe that's yeah, just like, for me personally, but. I, no, I think I think you're right. It didn't release during the middle of summer. It, they didn't wait until like the October, November time. It's like literally school is starting back for most people. Yeah. And like this is not high on many people's lists Yeah, uh, to get to the movies to see. So th- I think the timing is very poor for yeah. for this release. But um, I do think the movie looks good. I, I want to see it. Yeah. I'm very excited about this movie, if I'm being honest. Um, I think the action from the preview looks really cool. I think, look, I might be in the minority here. I don't know. I think George Lopez is freaking hilarious. Um, I think he's a really funny guy. I, I remember like going to sleep as a kid to the George Lopez show. Um, or waking I, up on the couch to Lowrider. <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. Um, but like, yeah, oh, yeah no, I, I to to my eye, this movie has a lot going for it. Um, so I'm really excited to see it personally. Uh, I just haven't had a chance yet. Justin, any thoughts oh. on on Blue Beetle? Are you excited for your no. second <laughs> B tier, or Dude, third, fourth B tier? Yeah, Justin. DC I, I I don't know what anybody was expecting. Like, I mean, I think I love I love that. Um, you know, it's highlighting a Latino character. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, was anybody actually expecting this to like? blow the box office away i mean yeah i don't think like so. it it is like as much as i love again that it's a latino character it is a b-tier character um and i don't know what anyone expected it to do i don't think i feel like a lot of people definitely were not aware of this character's existence um, yes. before this movie but if you if you have watched um young justice uh, season two and beyond, you would know and and love the character. Also, I believe Blue Beetle is playable in Injustice Two, the game. Mm-hmm. I think you're uh, correct. He's also in Smallville. So, oh, what? Didn't know that. Yep. Huh. I have seen so much Smallville. I haven't seen all of it. It's good, um, dude. I love Smallville. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I love it too, dude. That's very. That's a very rewatchable show. For that me. is the OG. Uh, Somebody say. Dude, what a oh, what a great what, a what great why don't people why don't they make uh, TV shows with uh, lyric based uh, theme songs anymore? Because they're lame, friggin', guys. Friggin not no, friggin no, not the, no, not those. Are lame. DeGraw. Because the, oh, the man, the man is are, lame. The, the corporations, <laughs> yeah. The man is I. See, yep, you're Capital right. Capital T M. The man right. is lame. Yep. yep. <laughs> but. Well, yeah. cool. That's that's all we really have to talk about this week. 
Next week we'll have the Destiny Showcase, Gamescom, Ahsoka, mm-hmm. all that to kind of hit back again. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, just to give you a glimpse, just a tease, a little teasy tease for next week. Um, but uh, we're going to take a quick break. I believe this is where the lightning round goes. So uh, you'll be able to hear what's happening this week in movies, video games, and more uh, during this break. We encourage you to please stay around because we got... Please. Please. You know, we got to feed. We got to feed Austin, man. We got to pay these bills. I'm starving, guys. He's so hungry. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> stick around. We'll be right back with your feedback from last week's question. Welcome to The Lightning Round, brought to you by Moviga. I'm Steven with your weekly source for all things movies, video games, and more. Now grab your ponchos and let's catch up on this week's news. Charles Martinet will be stepping down as the voice of Mario and will serve Nintendo as Mario Ambassador. Martinet has been the voice of Mario since 1991 and had a small cameo role in the recent Super Mario Bros. movie, The End of an Era. We're sad to see him go, but glad he's sticking around to be an ambassador, whatever that means. We got a brand new trailer for Zack Snyder's upcoming sci-fi movie, Rebel Moon, which stars Sophia Boutella, Charlie Hunnam, and Anthony Hopkins as the voice of Jimmy. This is the movie that Snyder's making with Netflix after Disney declined the pitch for Star Wars, and it could maybe possibly have to do with the fact that this movie's rated very R. Ed Screen, another star in the movie, described it as Star Wars, but with sex, violence, and swearing. Personally, pass. Sony gave us a closer look at their upcoming handheld and revealed its name, PlayStation Portal. Sort of like PlayStation Portable, but without the b. Many news outlets got a hands-on look at the device, and the general consensus is that it's cool, but probably not for everyone. The $200 price tag may be worth it to some for the DualSense features and large screen, but if you're looking to play without Wi-Fi, keep looking because it fully relies on remote play. Personally, pass. Looks like we'll have to wait a little longer to see Paul Atreides do his thing, as Dune Part 2 has been delayed from November all the way to March. This is most likely due to the ongoing writers and actors strike. Even if filming is complete, they may want to wait until the actors are able to promote the film. This is disappointing. For me personally, fall and winter movies are just more exciting than the beginning of the year movies. I'm trying to roll up with that pumpkin spice, you know what I'm saying? That arrakis pumpkin spice. Uh-huh. If you're a fan of simulator games like Flight Simulator, Farm Simulator, Pressure Washing Simulator, this ain't for you. Pigeon Simulator was announced at Gamescom, promising the opportunity for gamers to live out their fantasies as a pigeon, but also do things like you know, murder people and blow things up. Kind of like a pigeon game, but if Zack Snyder directed it. Well, it looks like the storm has passed. Be sure to check out the Movie Good Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to that sort of thing, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. I'm Steven, and thanks again for joining me this week for The Lightning Round. Welcome back. Guys, this is the part of the episode where we read your answers from our community question out loud for everyone to hear right now we are streaming on twitch.tv slash moviga and we are about to go into our community discussion question um which we post on our discord every week so if you are not a part of that 
Uh, go to the link in our bio on Instagram. Check us out everywhere we are, Instagram, Facebook, and the big party on Discord where you can let your voice be heard, your answers be known, and you can interact with your fellow Movigans. Um, this week's uh, question, which I wrote down and I'm about to bring up right now, um, discussion time. Uh, what is the most rewatchable movie ever? Um, mm. And we had we had a great variety of answers this we week. Um, we also had a lot of gifs um, or gifs, if you prefer, uh, posted in our Discord. Uh, so check that out, so you can see all the all the uh, fun gifs or gifs in there. Um, so, and I actually may need your guys's help because I don't. <laughs> there's a couple I may not be aware of. I may not uh, know. But um, so yeah, most rewatchable movie. Uh, this is a fun question. We might do more stuff like this, but um, so let's just start it off. Sneaky Pig, most rewatchable movie. Yeah. Um, the Princess Bride. That's a great one, ah, dude. Mm, that that's such one. a classic. Yes, I love that movie. I, love it. I have seen it many, many times, yeah. and I'm not tired of it. So I love the answer. I love it. Um, Trombone Dalek. Um, Monty Python in the Holy Grail. Oh yeah, that is such a good answer. Yes, it really is. Um, another one I've seen many, many times, dude. It's just still so funny and quotable. I think that's kind of kind of like the theme of um, rewatchable movies is that they're all very, very quotable. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Andrew, Andrew has a couple answers in here, but we're gonna go through all of them anyway. Uh, I think it. this is. Tommy Boy, this first yeah. one. Yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. A, a classic. I actually haven't seen from start to finish, unfortunately. Oh, which Tommy I, Boy is so good. Holy shnikes. <laughs> um, Zachy had a uh, a good one. A one of my personal favorite answers from this mm-hmm. week. Um, Hot Rod. Yeah. Yes. That's Dude, number one. I. I know. Um, I read this article or something, or I watched this video, um, and it was like Hot Rod is the funniest movie that came out at the most wrong time in history mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. it like it didn't come out like right if I'm if I'm not mistaken it didn't come out right when Napoleon Dynamite did, and it didn't come out like after like comedy movies started dying to like revive them or something like that and it's just it's such a funny like silly goofy movie that you could watch anytime um it just didn't come out at the right time and a lot of people don't consider it a classic but it is so good i do oh yeah hot rod yeah yeah Yeah. my favorite lines is balls man just ran over (laughs) a small bus (laughs) (laughs) uh yes i love hot rod um Brooks HS slash old boy said Star Wars episode four, a new hope Lord of the Rings fellowship of the ring and Jurassic park. Mm. These are all endlessly entertaining, have so much to teach us and spark our imagination each and every time we watch the level of creativity, ingenuity and excellence that these three films bring to the table makes them a meal. I want to devour over and over again. That's great. Great, great answer. answer. I, wow. It is. I actually recently rewatched Lord of the Rings and Jurassic Park uh, very recently. And they're kind of like. Five minutes ago. Like, just finished Five up. minutes ago, yeah. in fact. Yeah, that's why the break was so long this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. These 
like those three movies, especially Fellowship of the Ring and Jurassic Park, those are movies I kind of just put on from time to time because it just like adds a very nice ambiance. Yep. Even if I'm not paying attention, like you can just come back at any time and you'll and you'll see like you're at an iconic scene or like your favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, anytime yeah. you leave the room and come back, it's like at a great part in the film. So those are three great answers right there. Um, Andrew is back with another answer. Great the one. Truman Show. Yes. Yeah. I never I, saw I, it. I really, really like this movie a lot. And I, I saw it such a long time ago. Um, and I kind of just forgot about it. I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it the first time. Um, but recently, like maybe last year or two years ago, I, w- I was just browsing through like the Fandango YouTube channel that just has like random clips from movies throughout the years. And I was like stumbled across like some clips from the Truman Show. And I was reminded of how great that movie is. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of slept on from time I, to time. But, uh, I would agree with you. I really like that one a lot. Um, and then this next one, I actually don't know what movie this is from, but I think <laughs> Chasing Rainbows posted a GIF in the Discord. I believe it's from The Greatest Showman. Yeah, you are correct, mistaken. sir. You are correct. Okay. okay, cool. That's one I've never seen, actually. It's whoa great. People is kind it of the greatest? It's showman? great. <laughs> the Great Showman? It is The Great Showman. Um, <laughs> yes, The Great Showman. <laughs> if you don't mind the historical... Inaccuracy, which I don't. Um, it's a show, you know. It's a movie. Um, it's not like a biopic or anything like that. Like, sure, you know, people were like, you know, there's not. He was like, he kind of like, like, uh, what's it called? Like, like, subjugated those people a little bit. And it's like, you know, he was, he was actually like a terrible person. Yeah, whatever, man. Like, yeah, oh, everybody sucked back then. Everybody sucks. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, everybody <laughs> is like. But I was like, but here's the deal: it's a great musical. It's a great. You know, great movie. Hugh yeah. Jackman, dude. Absolutely redonkulous. Oh, he's um, killer with the the um, the musicals. Australia oh, yeah. is a freaking great. Yeah. He's so good in it. Um, I love it. it. Haley and I went to go see it in theater. It also has Zac Efron. And um, oh, you, yeah. like, want to hate him. But he's incredible. <laughs> I don't care what anybody awesome. says. At all, Zac Efron is a dude I would hang out with in IRL. Like, oh, he's yeah. awesome. He seems so cool and so genuine. Yeah, he does. And um, his acting is like so good in this in the ship movie. Uh, him and Zendaya together. Um, also, Rebecca Ferguson is in it. Oh my gosh! And absolutely so crushes awesome. it, dude. Zendaya, like I said, um, uh, Michelle Williams. If you you know she's in a lot of stuff, but. It's yeah. just like nonstop. Um, oh, dude, uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen. I always say his yes. last name wrong. Uh, he's in it. Um, I was going through like the like scrolling down in the cast list to see kind if there's anybody I missed. Awesome but, uh, cast, actually. That's no, it's cool. oh yeah. It it is a great movie. It had some like trip ups because people were like, oh, you know, P.T. Barnum was wasn't the greatest dude. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, yep, that's not what this movie's about. This movie's about, like, the circus right. and how fun the circus is. Um, so suck it. Yeah. Great choice. I would agree nice. with with Chasing Rainbows. I'll back. have to watch it. I I do like um, musicals, but I, 
I typically don't go out of my way to watch them unless they're directed by someone like Guillermo del Toro directing Pinocchio or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, let's see who directed this one. Uh, Michael Gracie. I've heard very, very good things about The Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Um, Rye Guy said The Sandlot. Dude. Mm. That's a really good movie. We don't have any misses. I know. And like, I'm actually, I'm actually surprised to hear you like that one, Brian. I love the Sandlot. It's baseball about sucks. Baseball, baseball <laughs> oh sucks. Oh my dude. gosh, Brian! Um, come on. Now. No, baseball is a terrible sport, dude. The fact that the most <laughs> interesting not, thing though. happening in That's baseball not. right now is the fact that a team is protesting its own team is like is Shut like up. the thing and like nobody Stop. cares about the game they like won the game You're hurting and me. The, like the most recent game they played they won and like nobody cares yeah, they everybody just cares about what the fans are doing yeah but um all the team. 50 people in attendance yeah. Oh, yeah yeah hey they'll be back in las vegas next year don't you worry yeah i'm New sure man- yeah anyways um, on to our last <laughs> our alaska last answer from uh, the Discord uh, from Chuckles. He said, cars uh, crossed out, but maybe I'm just suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. Um, I, this resonates in my bones. <laughs> Kate, is, Kate uh, loves Lightning McQueen. I was going to um, say, spoken like a true yeah. parent of yep. a young child. Yep. As I was say, my son, he is about to turn two, and like every time he sits down, like we're like you want to watch a show and he'd be like movie movie and we're like okay <laughs> what movie he's like cars i'm like dude there's other ones though <laughs> like we could watch there's so many other yeah movies. and like but like we, we've put on nemo doesn't he doesn't super care about nemo he likes it like he's watched it but like you know he's like ah, halfway through cars it's like the whole time he's like and uh, just loves it. <laughs> he loves truck. He's like everything trucks and stuff right now. But like, mm. oh yeah, we've probably watched that movie like ten times in the last like like four or five months. It's like every other week we watch it. Yeah, luckily, um, my son is two. My youngest is two, and he is a big fan of Toy Story and Ooh, it's a good one. Moana, oh. which. Stevens, of course, said, you know, Nathan went through his uh, Moana phase, too. I don't know if he mm-hmm. still watches it, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not mad about those. I think I would be a little sad if Arden was obsessed with cars. It's yeah, a good movie, man. I'm, I'm sure it's not. I've seen it, like, a forever ago. I know I know it's not bad or anything. You watch it again. Like, watch it again. Yeah. There, there are only so many times that you can listen to Rascal Flatts sing Life is a Highway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That amount That's is as one. Many time. That amount is <laughs> one a day. One no. per hour for the rest of your life. No. If that's true, it's a classic. then... <laughs> turn me into a car <laughs> animate me I'm done <laughs> uh, but that is all we have from our community over on discord but I want to know from you gentlemen um, what is your most rewatchable movie all we right. had a lot of great like like Justin pointed out we had a lot of great or no Brian you said we no yeah, misses yeah Brian pointed it out yeah I would, I would like the credit for this yeah you got yeah, it you got sorry. the credit no, it's, um, it's in the records <laughs> Brian called it in the records guys I'm 
I'm, I, I'm going to need this. I need this win. Okay. Like <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Brian needs a win right now. <laughs> I need a win right now. I, He's have, desperate. A, I have a hot take. Um, so my Uh-oh. answer definitely would have been Star Wars episode four, but Brooks already said that. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. So I think it's the most rewatchable. My favorite episode five, but I think it's the most yeah. rewatchable. Um, close, sure. close second in the Star Wars series would be force awakens for me. Oh, Actually. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's not true. It's the Phantom Menace. Oh, I was um, going to say something, something from, from the prequel, prequel trilogy. Yeah, the Phantom oh, Menace yeah, yeah. is endlessly rewatchable. That's my real answer. Yeah. Um, even more so than episode four, in my opinion. Just personally, I love the Phantom Menace. It's a great movie, and I have a lot of fun watching it. I love it, too. Um, I love hearing you say yeah. that. I think I'm going to go with a comedy, because I just enjoy rewatching comedies. Like... You know, especially yeah. ones where it's like when you, even when you know the joke's coming, you're like excited and, you know, and yeah. you're like, and it's stay still with funny. them and it's still funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. for me, it has to be uh, Get Smart with Steve Carell. Oh, oh wow. I just, fair, I just really enjoy it. It's, it's a, got a great comedic cast. Um, Anne Hathaway, Steve Carell, The Rock. Um, it's got, uh, who are those two guys? I don't even know their name. It's the guy from Hero. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jelly. Oh my! <laughs> no, 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 heroes. He meant heroes. The show. Oh, not hero. Yeah, um, the Jet Li movie. Where's his name? I can't find him in the <laughs> castle. Uh, Masioka, M- Masioka. I don't know how to say his name. Uh huh. Who, um, who is who is his character? Uh, Bruce. He's like an R and D nerd yeah, guy. Bruce and Lloyd. Like he was. Oh. He, they were the ones making like the gadgets and whatnot. They were like the Q. Yeah. No, no who's, who's his character in Heroes? Hero. His name is Hero. Yeah. H I O. Oh, Hero Nakamura. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, Dave Keckner, Terry Crews, Terrence Stamp. Oh my gosh, Alan Arkin. Um, dude, Bill Murray was in it. Uh, Patrick oh, yeah. Warburton. It's just, it's just like a, you know, a classic cast of like funny yeah. guys and, and, um, Anne Hathaway is absolutely hilarious too. I thought she did a great job. Uh, James Khan as the president too was like a nice, oh, yeah. a nice touch. Uh, but like, it's just funny and I really enjoyed it. It's a it's like a go to comfort movie for me when I'm like yeah you know like uh, I have the DVD from like forever ago and um, <laughs> it's like anytime like the power's out or uh, or not the power the internet is out um, or like something it's like oh guess we got to go back to the olden days and watch a DVD <laughs> um, that's like a go to one uh, for me yeah uh, I just think I it's really funny the, I noticed like a lot of the answers like the first four answers were all comedies. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And then you saying that too. Comedies are very rewatchable. I will say, I there were like a few from back in the day. I, I would just watch over and over. But the uh, other guy, Justin. Oh my gosh, such a good one. Oh, oh the, the other guys is good. Is good. So, so for, for me, I have I have, I have two, two answers. answers. One, one is the the movie that, that I have, have watched, watched the most. The most. That, that I have, have rewatched, rewatched the most, and, and that, that is Braveheart. Um, <laughs> wow. And that's just because I love that movie so much. Okay. However, the movie that, and I'm, and I'm going to say an answer that someone else said just because it really is the most rewatchable movie for me, is 
hot rod. Um, yeah, because it really, it really is like 100% agree that it's a movie that came out at the wrong time. Like if that movie had come out when Napoleon Dynamite came out, yeah, like it would have been a hit. Like, yep, like that movie is like. It's so quotable. It is amazing. It's hilarious. And I love it. So if I were to sit down and say, I'm going to watch this movie over and over again, it'd be that one. That's a great awesome. answer. It is. Yeah. I, that movie is so funny to me. Isn't is it's Ian McShane as like the, as Frank in that movie, I think. Right. Yes. Uh, his step. It's so funny. Like there, yeah. that whole like relationship I know it's not like it's not the funniest part of the movie, but it's so good. It's oh so my so gosh! Close, and man. I just realized. So watching, you guys remember my whole like Deadwood phase where I was watching Deadwood. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the entire time I was watching it, I was thinking, "Why does this guy look so freaking familiar?" And it's because he was in Hot Rod. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ian McShane is one of the main characters in Deadwood. Wow. Oh, I didn't know he was in Deadwood. That's cool. I didn't know that either. He actually. Is. That's funny. Oh, man. Um, me, you ask? Yes. Well, oh, yeah. yeah awesome. You personally? Uh, what about you? Oh, guys, stop it. Um, so I have rewatched a ton of movies, a ton of comedies. Things that come to mind are like Hot Rod and Nacho Libre and, oh, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But um, <laughs> maybe do something someone else hasn't done. done. Okay, I'll do that. So for me personally, and this is, I think Brian said this to like the, the phrase comfort movie. Um, that's like what is very, like really uh, rewatchable for me because it's something I, I did watch a lot um, and still continue to, re- to rewatch to this day um, is Marvel's The Avengers. Oh, good uh, answer. Oh, yeah. Good answer, dude. I forget those early Marvel movies, man. Yeah, I know, and it's it's like it's really the best one for me out of all of like the early out of the early ones, just because it's like, you know, it's everybody together on screen at last after mm-hmm. so many years. Um so yeah, the Avengers. I always so of course I saw it in the theater when it came out, um, and then bought it on Blu ray as soon as possible, watched it a bunch of times. But it also became one of those movies for me when I was like um if, if I, I was, was sick um, it would just be like, you know, one of those movies that I would put on immediately. If there was something that I just needed to, to fall asleep to, I would watch it or just something to put on during the background. It was a Avengers, but, oh uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely the one. There were so many great answers, um, on the discord, uh, this week. So I, we really appreciate all of those, but, uh, yeah, for me personally, it's the Avengers, and uh, yeah, it makes you miss like that that era um, yeah. of the MCU a lot. Oh yeah, um, it's so classic, you know, just having Captain America and Thor and Iron Man, just like and and Loki is so good in the movie too. I, you know, like Thanos wasn't really really wasn't a thing at the time, um, so Loki was like kind of like the big bad in that movie. And then, of course, you know, the, the Chitauri invasion or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and then Hulk going crazy. That, that was, like, the first That was like the first uh, MCU Hulk, I guess, if you don't consider Edward Norton's 
I think it know. does count. I think that one is I think, canon. I think right? technically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Um, yeah. But they just um, recast. yeah, it was just great to see that. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> so it one. It's been a minute since I've seen the Edward Norton one. One of my I, yeah, favorite I scenes from that. Sorry. Oh no, I was just one of my favorite movies or scenes in the Edward Norton one is when uh they he like smacks Tim Roth and he's like oh, <laughs> yeah. and, like smacks on the tree. Yeah. <laughs> like a like, Looney yeah. Tune. He's like, like, he, like Yes, he literally like is ro- flying, hitting the ground, rolling backwards, and slams into a tree, and like yeah. essentially like, breaks his back. You're like, like that guy's dang. for sure dead. Yeah, and then he's yeah. not. It was funny because he like took all the the like Hulk serum or whatever and ran up to him, thought he was about to like fight the Hulk for uh-huh. real, and he was just like like backhand <laughs> smack get, you, get back smooshed. In. Yeah, yeah, was <laughs> awesome. Uh, great scene. But uh, yes, thank you to everyone who um, responded to the discussion question this week on our Discord. So again, we said, uh, just to remind you, you can uh, find the link to our Discord and everywhere else we are at on Facebook or Instagram at the link in our bio. Um, So go check that out. Also, be sure to check out the podcast on all digital platforms uh, like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. Um, I think that about wraps us up, gentlemen. Yeah. Pause. Awesome. Pause. We're paused. Lee just came in late, and but he had a good answer. Oh, okay. So, oh, yes. Um, oh, he did. Over here yeah. at, at twitch.tv slash Moviga, <laughs> our illustrious and handsome editor, Lee. Uh, Eel Davis on Twitch said, my most rewatchable movie is, oh, brother, where art thou? Great pick. And that is a very good. That one is so good. good if you guys are yes. wondering what Lee looks like, just look at Craven the Hunter in the new <laughs> Spider-Man Two video game, and that's him. Same guy. He's the yeah. body double. They the used his likeness and everything. They did. It's, We're actually in the really midst him, of a really messy lawsuit, but shouldn't yeah, stop you from going down. to check We're it out. Bad no. guys, we we may not survive. <laughs> anyway, Lee, thank you for being here on Twitch.tv slash Moviga. Um. Guys, be sure to tune in next week. We have a banger show for you next week, like Brian said. Um, Ahsoka episode 1 and 2 will be out by then. Gamescom and the Destiny 2 showcase will all have happened by then, so be sure to be here on twitch.tv slash Moviga on Monday at 8 p.m. Um, again, just reminding you about the Discord. That is where everyone is talking. The party is happening. And then check out our Instagram and Facebook and link in bio check us out everywhere we are thank you guys so much for being here uh justin brian thank you also for being here anytime oh it's, it's lee, my pleasure our our producer lee we appreciate you everybody else we love you and we will see you again very soon